Grunge Bible Podcast is back. Episode number 58. Teeing it up here. My name is Chris Salona, and I am here with Ethan Shalloway. Ethan, happy May. This episode this is the first episode of the Woo! month of May. Yeah, man. May is, wow, May is turning the corner. May is a great month. April showers bring May flowers, I think. And we're blooming. Um, yeah, I think we are making our way out of the cold. I mean, I know it's lingering on the coasts, on the, you know, the, the east and the Pacific Northwest and up there for the United States. And um, I know the cold front came through this past week, but like, dude, this, there's better days coming. It's, it's so close. Soon they won't have any choice but to be warm, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I think, I think we're definitely through the, uh, the last of the coldest winter chill. And yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's time to head into some brighter days, which I am very excited about. So, uh, so we're sitting down here today on Wednesday, April the 27th to record. And it's been a while since we've sat down here and, uh, and, and shared yeah. this space together to, to record a lot an episode. Has, a lot has happened in the two weeks new that we've been... New shit has come to light. New shit is... It's not just a simple, you know... It, ne- it never is. I mean, It never is. Given the, the nature of, the dude, of all this new shit. Given the nature of all this new shit, exactly. Um, and we need to talk about some of that stuff. I mean, we got a lot, we got a lot going on. We got things coming up this week. Uh, yeah. At least you do. I mean, Chris grew a beard for the people on YouTube I that are watching. The people and I want to shave it every waking minute of the day, but I haven't. <laughs> I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt because it's a state of mind edit. I'm uh, also not wearing a hat. This is like the first episode in eight months that I've not worn a hat for. So yeah, I wonder if anybody has noticed that. I wonder if you're like I really these guys hope, wear hats all have. the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, man, We're Chris is having yet. <laughs> Chris. Chris is having a really good day. The man's not wearing a hat today, and he grew a beard. So you can tell it's a good barometer. <laughs> You can tell the confidence is way up by the way we're dressing. If we're in sweatshirts and and hats, or if we're in a sweatshirt and a beanie, like you, yeah, you, know, you can tell. We're don't just, don't talk to us. Don't <laughs> yeah, talk to us. <laughs> yeah, Stay we're, away. Not one, we're not one for conversation uh, on those days, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm feeling pretty good today. How are you? Yeah, overall, I'm doing really well. Right. Um, I have some an ailing injury that I'm nursing. It's really not that bad, but it got me all nervous. So I'm just making sure that I'm I'm healthy. Uh, down the road um yeah. but how, how are you feeling at, all, all over all yeah, together i guess pr- pr- pretty good uh physically um I, I think it's good as i can feel these days so train for a powerlifting competition that is going to be uh i guess it's it's going down the day before this episode is released so this episode's coming out may 2nd and i'm competing may 1st so feeling good i feel like uh, i i sort of have my wits about me now which uh just enough to be able to do something stupid and probably injure myself <laughs> over the weekend so that's the way you like it but speaking of athletics um ethan shalloway you're you're now an 80 meter javelin thrower i am chris so uh the last time i recorded it was like three days before an important competition that i i did not know how important it would be until after the fact but um for those of you that don't know 80 meters is one of those barriers that are is really hard to reach and takes a lot of time and it's like going platinum yeah, and I, I did it. I, I threw it at Auburn University, April uh, 25th, I believe, I think. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, April 20. Shoot, I don't even know what it is. I don't even yeah. know what day it was. It doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't matter. It was, it's in the books. It, was, it happened. Yeah, <laughs> it was, dude, it's, it's been a blur. It's been a blur since then. It's such a weird milestone to hit, um, but it feels so good. It, it's awesome. Right now, I think it's, at the time of this recording, it's ranked number 16 in the world. So. Yeah, so, I mean, for everyone <laughs> listening out there, if you think of, Whatever you're into, if you're thinking of singers or guitarists, like 
if you can think of 16 of the greatest people on the planet who who do a certain thing Ethan, you're, and this is completely this is completely objective. I mean, well, say the nice the nice yeah. part is it's a it's a number. It's a number. There's no debate here. Like you are you are better than seventeen through ten thousand. You know, whoever's picked up a javelin uh, at this point, and it's been really cool as 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 one of your longtime friends just to be able to uh, to watch this for the last god almost eight years now, knowing you and. Uh, it's it's so so cool because I mean these are the numbers that we we'd stay up dreaming about and we we talk yeah. about them as and and now they're not only are they tangible they're palpable but they they've happened and and yeah. and and you've arrived at this point that was kind of on the the outer limit of the imagination all those years ago so I'm I mean as as your friend and someone who's who knows your training process and your journey I mean just how happy and proud I am of you it's fucking awesome so I'm. I'm yeah. super happy about it, as I know yeah. you are. Yeah, that means a lot. Yeah, I think looking back over the years, and you know, this will be a, I'll make this short, I guess, but I think this sport has taught me so much about long term goals. Yeah. So if you're listening out there and you haven't picked up something because you don't think, I don't know, you don't think you're going to be good at it, mainly, you know, picking up an instrument is a great, is a great example for this. If you have no idea where it's going to go, or if you do want to be, at a certain level, um, just know that it'll take time. The best things take time. And when that time passes, you're not going to say to yourself, man, that was difficult. You're just going to say, damn, I'm happy I did it. And that's all of this is. I mean, it was so, so difficult at times. I mean, (laughs) I don't like, I mean, I've, I've changed my life like three times. I've moved a few times and picked different schools and, you know, transferred. So I made a lot of life changes to pursue this say number or you know certain level of skill and it was all very difficult but now i'm here and i'm like just so thankful that i didn't quit and i stayed with it and it's such a rewarding thing to go through that so if you're out there like think like long-term goals are they're hard to at least when you're younger they're hard to really understand because you've never done something so long exactly like i mean neither of us you know we don't have 10-year careers we're like or like even five years into our longest job yeah, um, because we're moving around. So like, we don't, you know, it's hard for younger people, I would say to understand and grasp that, especially when you're going through all the development as, you know, a kid, like it's also, there's so much changing stuff. It's really different. So um, yeah, this is a really cool spot to be in. And like, it's the most gratifying thing I've done, the hardest work, you know, and that's exactly what it is. The hardest stuff takes the longest, but is the most gratifying. Yeah, and and that's the thing. I mean, life experience, and I, I'd say that virtually everybody, everybody's your life is better if you put your skin in the game with something that that matters and something yeah. that's that's not a surefire thing. I mean, like this 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 milestone that you achieved. I mean, it's fucking hard. It's not like a, oh, if I if I throw for ten years, I'm automatically gonna get there. Like, no, it's, it's not a guarantee. And it's something that I, I think, like you said, you learn so much about yourself and the world and just um, life through, through things like this. So I, I think challenging, challenging endeavors are some of the greatest teachers that we have. And this has certainly um, been one of those for you as it has, your journey has been that for me too, uh, yeah. being your friend and, and knowing what it's been like. And it's, it's really illuminating to a lot of different aspects. Yeah, and I think um, 
you know, a good way to think about it too is this past year, like, or I got to a point where I was like, you know what, if I, like when I started, I was like, I'm, I can't, I wouldn't be happy if I stopped right now. But I got to a point last year where I was like, you know what, if it all ended right now, if something happened and I lost my ability to throw, I would be incredibly satisfied and I would still be one of the most, I would be really happy with my endeavor. Um, and I think that is important too. Like I got to a point where I started to relax about what I was doing because I was like, I pushed through past what people would expect. And then I got to a level that, like I said, I've thought about or I've dreamed about, but like, you know, until it happens, you know, you know, it's like, I don't want to say you don't think it's attainable, but like, you know, you're just above your pay grade and it feels so yeah. good. And now, you know, you know, everything changes now, but like, it's amazing. So I think the, the mindset has of understanding that I'm, I'm very, you know, you're just, it's an admirable, admirable pursuit. And I've, I've done my due diligence so I can be proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And, uh, you know, as I said, ha- having had a front row seat to it for the last eight years, it's been, it's been a lot of oh, fun yeah. to watch and, and I'm really excited to see how the next couple of months shape up. And, uh, so we continue to, to move forward. It's super, super exciting. Yeah, it's, um, it's great. So I think I'm, right now I'm, I'm yeah, number 16 in the world, number three in the U S somebody passed me this past weekend. So. Um, but it's a great, it's a great spot and there should be a lot of opportunities, some travel coming up. Um, and that's the best part, meeting people and traveling. So absolutely. And, uh, speaking of traveling, we can finally talk about it. Um, you did see Jerry Cantrell, didn't you? (laughs) Chris, I did. Yeah. So last episode, was it last, last episode we talked a little bit about it's it's been been a topic of conversation the last like like, three three weeks this is basically the jerry cantrell brighton tour show podcast now so uh, So finally easter sunday yeah easter sunday we talked about it it was this was you know three days before i bought my tickets so three days before the concert and then i had that meet and the my performance so i was and then i got home and i was basically in a blur like you know it was like and he had canceled like two of the shows leading up to it because of he had covid right so i had no idea it was gonna happen and i got back and then all of a sudden i found myself driving to nashville which was two and a half hours to go see jerry at the ryman because he was gonna put on the show and um it was awesome it was really just it was one of those things where he was a little down because of covid he talked about it and you could tell that he was kind of holding back with some of his vocals and maybe just a little bit fatigued in certain areas, but like it didn't matter. You know what I mean? It was one of those things where it was just, it was just great to be there, see him in person. He still ripped the guitar. He played a lot of the songs that we talked about on here. I mean, the encore was, you know, wood and, and rooster and whatnot. And he played, uh, he played all of our favorites that we, I mean, it was, it was incredible. It was just such a good time. And the people like the people were really appreciative that he played the show. Like they were all, energetic and stuff and uh the ryman you know the ryman was nice it was old they didn't turn on the stupid speakers in the back i don't know i don't know why they didn't <laughs> was, i'm gonna be having about, a talk with somebody yeah. about that I, I remember buying the seats like oh yeah there's speakers right there above to like get underneath the balcony right and they like weren't on so that was kind of bullshit but everything it didn't matter it was still a really great experience um and damn am i happy to i mean it i'm just happy i went it was one of those things yeah Kind of similar to, I also saw Modest Mouse on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And again, really like you know, 10 years, I guess, of listening to them plus. 
And it was a buildup that I was nervous about because they're not, you know, they're not young. They're not the people that we see in the videos or the, like the old videos that we, everybody likes to watch. Right. Um, but it was also awesome because it didn't matter. I've spent so much time with the music that um, it just was, it's like, a, I don't know, it's like a party at the end of the road. You know what I mean? It's just like a celebration at the end of the journey. It's not. It's yeah, you just, you kind of celebrate special. their presence and, and you celebrate the fact that you can be in a shared space with them. And um, it's not even like you're, you're there to view the concert and how well they play certain songs yeah. that night. It's, it's like you said, it's just a, it's a culmination of your journey with that artist. Same thing with Jerry. I mean, we've been listening to him for years. We've been listening to Isaac Brock and Modest Mouse for years and, and to finally reach that point where you can get into a room with them or in, into a, into a space with them and, and, and uh, kind of have that release and, and, and take that connection to the next level. I think that's something that's super, super special. I also bought tickets. Uh, I'm seeing Modest Mouse in June uh, in my city, which is going to be really, really exciting. Haven't seen them before. So um, yeah, this is the year, Ethan, I'll tell you, this is the year. If, if somebody's coming, someone's coming near you or even not near you and you got to drive a little bit or make some plans, it, this is the year of getting out to see the people that you've wanted mm -hmm. to see for a while. We can't take any more chances. Uh, nothing's no. guaranteed. And this is why you work. This is why you make money is to spend it and have experiences. So I'm glad you're I doing totally that. I totally agree. And uh, it definitely pushes me to continue to do that. Yeah, it was um, a jam-packed two weeks with everything. And also, I was in Oregon, too. and um, But it was, yeah, exactly you said. It's just the the season of doing. You know, you just get up and do, and and you get to be excited about it. Yeah, um, I'm really happy that you're gonna go see Modest Mouse. You're gonna love it. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. Like I said, uh, yeah, there's something about. I'm trying to think of the best way to, to explain it. I want to say like you get there and you see them perform songs you've been listening for so long, mm -hmm. and you're just like, yeah, this is like it. It almost yeah, it doesn't matter how good it is. You're just like I feel like I've heard the best. Like it's it's I've heard it the best it's ever been done that time that I had that experience right like you've already experienced it the way that you envisioned it kind yeah. of yeah so then you're there just kind of seeing Isaac and, and connecting through the Almost music like a or proof seeing of life or, that that experience or seeing was Jerry real. yeah yeah or yeah or you're just like kind of there um, almost it's almost like you're looking back in a way like when you're there with Jerry and you're hearing him sing and all these things and you and you're kind of like going back in a time capsule to you know, not only your first experience, but, you know, maybe like his, you kind of right. think about his journey. Yeah. And it's um, much bigger than just that one night for sure. Yeah, exactly. So I it's would, damn, damn cool. I, concerts have, have so many different ways to scratch, you know, your artistic and creative itch, but also the emotional side of, you know, music, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I have to say, having just spent the last like, you know, 15 minutes or so just kind of sharing and, and catching up a little bit. Um, I know there's, there's probably some people out there that might not dig the, uh, the life talk as much about what's going on, but I've really come to value this community. And, and, and I certainly enjoy hearing about people's endeavors within our little uh, music community here. So I, I, I definitely, I think it's important that we share, you know, what's going on in our lives because this is how music impacts us and music is always there. And, and it's intertwined with these experiences that we have. I think even for Song of the Week, for example, it's almost directly impacted by whatever's going on. So it's always fun fun to kind of share these things. And um, I'm definitely uh, perpetually grateful for the music community that we have. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean that's a it's a great way to put it. I mean, yeah, there's some new people to the pod. Um, we've done it. We talk about music a lot of the time, but we also think that this part is really important. The checking in on each other, the yeah song of the week, uh, you know, the barometer of how we're doing, and yeah, and all the in between. That's kind of a uh, that's kind of the whole point. You know, this is a safe space to talk music and and life. You know, for Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And uh, and we have that, we have people that listen, Chris. It's amazing. We do have people that listen. It's <laughs> it's it's fucking nuts. I don't know how. I don't know why. Uh, and furthermore, not only do we have people that listen, but we have people that make an extra step to support us. And yeah. those individuals are known as our top level supporters over there on Patreon. And uh, it is my privilege and my honor to thank our top level supporters here today on episode number 58. And our top level supporters are as follows. My mother, Carlene Salona, <laughs> the <laughs> <Yeah>. Blue Owl, <laughs> Kara Kay, Victor Schaefer, Wayne Staley, Jade Mercado, Doug Endy, Fuck Soup, Rachel Corning, Release, What the Fuck's Up Denny's, our number one fan from Australia, Jamie Lynn, Alexis Shannon, Millie, Kayla Jean, Marianne, Sonny Mashburn, Sue, Shannon Gorgon, Nikki Six, Black Hole Sean, Chris LSMS, Laura and Irene, Captain Hightop, Alex Long, Brenda, and Darian Riddle. So we are we are always thankful for your support. Um, and it's it's still it's wild to me that people appreciate uh, this stupid fucking podcast that we do. <laughs> <laughs> this silly little podcast with our silly little microphones. Oh, man. It's That's great. hilarious. We, we love you guys, and, and we're always appreciative um, of your presence yeah. here and your support. Yeah, and then we have a, a, a first level and a second level, and, and we want to thank all of you guys too. I mean, you guys Absolutely. are. We sadly yeah, we don't we don't say your name, but the two dollar, five dollar, ten dollar level. Um, that means a lot. That helps us continue to do this because, um, you know, as life as life catches up and and life speeds up, it's 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 harder to do these things and 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 financially as as different things happen in our lives and you're traveling for track and field trying to make that dream a reality. You know this. To be able to support this show, not only from our own po- pockets, but from the support of those people who choose to listen, that really, really means a lot. And it, it's a direct component of why this thing exists. So uh, for everyone past, present, and future that has helped, is helping, or will help, maybe even after this episode, uh, we are very thankful for you. Mm-hmm. Join yeah, the fray. For- There's no better time. Episode 59. Imagine me saying your name. I mean. What more could you want? It's it, it, it's the month of May. Things are warming up, and I could say your name to hundreds, if not thousands, of people. Hell yeah, thousands of people here. Well, that's gonna spawn just the mass migration away from the Patreon. Nobody wants me to say their name. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's gonna do that, but yeah. So right. this is uh this is kind of a hodgepodge episode, but we do have some some Q and A. It's been a little while since we've taken the pulse of the. Uh, Mm-hmm. pulse of the world out here so we've got we've yeah. got some good topics that we want to discuss and uh kind of share our thoughts and opinions on yeah there's definitely uh episodes where we focus on certain things and then there's episodes where we like to hear from the people and i think that this is a good time to do that um i do have a i do have a question for you chris okay uh, <laughs> Let's hear it. a random uh random question sometimes i have those thoughts and i wish that i you know maybe ran some I wish, you know, I wish I had some weird subreddit that was popular that people would get 
you know, jokes or, or like, it'd be interested in me asking, like, wh- like, what is one thing that you don't do that you wish you did more? Like one, is there anything that you don't do that you know that a lot of other people do? Like for me, <laughs> I'll give you a good <laughs> yeah, example. What, yeah, what's yours? <laughs> <laughs> like it, like it sounds bad, but like, I know I should brush my teeth more, but <laughs> I don't <laughs> like, it's one thing that like, for some reason, like I brush my teeth, but like, I know people do twice a day. Yeah, I do and, it twice a day. You gotta do it twice yeah, a day. Yeah, I just say, you, I know you. You were pretty good at it. You brush your teeth twice a day, like yeah, you brush, floss, mouthwash. Yeah, the whole thing. You do all of it. Yeah, of course. See, I don't. You only <laughs> get one. You only get one set of teeth, man. You gotta. No, you you're gotta right. Take care of them. You're right. I don't have. I haven't had any cavities. I've never had one in my life. Wow, two never. different roads, but parallel trains. <laughs> I did. I did chip my tooth, and it became a problem because yeah. I when I, I I jumped off a diving board and. And once yep. your tooth chips in that outer layer, it, it is more susceptible to like natural decay and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, but no no cavities from the sweet the sweet tooth. But is it yeah? Is there anything like that that you know? Yeah, I know um, I know I should brush my teeth more, but I well still first don't thing do it. um something something that I don't do, but really wish that I did more of. I really wish I was better about getting adequate sleep at night. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, yeah. I really have not been good about that lately. Uh, goes without saying. Morning, morning just comes way too early all the time, and you don't think it does, but it's always right there. Um, otherwise, something that's kind of a goal of mine as the weather warms up, I want to and, and I need to spend more time outside, and not really just like, not really outside in terms of I'm going for a run, but just kind of time outside without really having an objective, just kind of existing. Um, I want to I travel some places, check out some cool stuff, and just kind of kind of spend some time outside and and you know what's um, tough for us i think in that area is i mean i spent some time outside and but we talked about this the other day and i actually i've thought about it a lot it's really hard to do for some reason but having time without music (laughs) as simple (laughs) as that is like being outside and not playing music because of course it's really good but sometimes like just disconnecting and being able to completely take out the noise is Mm. is really good yeah. Um, and I'm sure that is difficult. I know that's difficult for you as it is me. Yeah. And, and even just not even just disconnecting from music, but just disconnecting period. I'm, I am a, I am enslaved to my phone and to technology. And does it ever happen to you that sometimes you'll, you'll be talking, you'll be texting somebody or, and then you got to respond to this message and you get an email, you got to answer. And then you just feel inundated that you have to answer all of these things and all you're, right physically and mentally tired of of typing or of talking and and you just want to just want to put the phone away but it's so hard to do that i i need to be more intentional about when i feel it's time to not use technology just to put it away for a little bit i've been starting to read a little bit at night before i go to bed that's been helping that's Um, good yeah but yeah I'm, i'm that's something i need to do more of that i don't do yeah it is tough it's tough to, I was talking to somebody and like, yeah, sometimes you just need to pull the plug. You need to cut the power mm-hmm. from everything and yeah. just, it's just like a bandage is nice and quick. You can't, cause you can't ease out of it. Like I'm, it's I'm, just, I'm horrible at that. I, I'm not good with moderation with, with damn near anything and mm-hmm. certainly not with that. Like, Oh, I'll only check for five minutes before bed and answer messages. And yeah. it doesn't work like that. Next thing you know, it's an hour and a half later and you're. Yeah. But it's like when your computer's all messed up and you got to restart it and it doesn't help. So what you really need to power down. Let it sit and then power back up. <laughs> I totally agree. That's that's a really thought provoking um, line of questioning. Yeah, that I think is actually 
Well, it can go one of two ways. It can be silly. Yeah. Like, well, I, I, was say, like, was oh, I don't smoke enough cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <so." laughs> well, it was supposed to be designed like, yeah, what's one thing that like, if you told somebody, they would be shocked that you don't do it more like brushing your teeth, like, <laughs> like, get, like getting enough sleep. People are like, yeah, like no one gets sleep in the US. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're all fucking burnt out workaholics. So no, I, I like I like that question. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, I have uh, this is crazy. We're we're 25 minutes in. We we've haven't really spoken much about music. So I have a music related question for you. All right, all right. I think I know the answer to this, but um, here's the question that was submitted to us. Have you ever gone to a concert just to see the opening act? Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. I, um, so usually, I mean, I think uh, like festival, the, I've been to a few like radio in Philadelphia. They had this radio one Oh four, five show. Yep. And uh, it was free. It was a free show and it was awesome. Every year you'd go. I saw AWOL Nation. I saw Dirty Heads. I've seen like a lot of really good bands there. Um, and then it got big and it got like really crowded. And I've not only have I came for just the opener, but I've left before the closer came on. That's the ultimate move. That it's one is thing the if ultimate. you go for the opener, it's another, it's an entirely different animal if you leave before the main act comes on. You're like, I've, I've seen what I need to see. Yep. I, I basically I did need... it. I did it three weeks ago with Sydney. Yeah, I Sydney saw, Sprague. You saw. Yeah, yep, you saw her. I saw her, and I did stick around and watch. Um, death uh, dashboard. Death, death cab. Yeah, dashboard. Dashboard yeah, and uh, Jimmy J- James Eat World. <laughs> James um, consumes the universe. The earth. But I I, le- I I left like halfway through. But one time at that one hundred four five show, I went and uh, Panic at the Disco was was closing down, and I think I had I had actually seen them at something before yeah and it was like just not good and i had not what i was listening to like but so yeah. we had planned we're like we're going and as soon as panic comes out we're out of here <laughs> like it's like <laughs> we're gone and we like, and we, we did it. it and we did it we left um so yeah i've and it was like yeah it, i think AWOL nation played before i don't know if they were like the first first uh band but uh-huh. how about you chris have you gone for just the opener and then and then have you left before the closer came on? Um, I've um I've been ejected before, <laughs> before oh, yeah. the main of act course, come, of comes course. on. But I, I don't I don't think that counts. Um aside from that one minor infraction, I don't think so. Um I think uh, recently I haven't been very knowledgeable of the openers. Uh I've been traveling to see the main act and I've been very pleasantly surprised by a few um, by a few openers like uh last month i saw soccer mommy for the second time it was a different set of openers and there was this kind of like a shoegaze indie type band called peel dream magazine that opened and they were really really good um so i don't think that i've done that before would i do that absolutely um if there was somebody that i wanted to see that ended up on a bill um a billing for a, a headliner that i wasn't particularly fond of or I I only had time to see the opener. I would totally do that. Um, I I have no qualms about that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say so. Um, we have a good question from one of our top level patrons, Ethan. Yeah. All right. Let's hear it. So this comes from the mighty Black Hole Sean, and Black Hole Sean wants to know if Black Hole Sean, Chris, and Ethan set up a three piece pop punk band, what would we be called? What was our band? So a pop punk is what he said. Pop punk would be the genre, I guess. So it's it's. I don't know who's doing what. I don't know what Black Hole Sean is doing. Um, I'm assuming guitarist and vocalist 
bassist and drummer. Um, you yeah. probably got to be the drummer. I, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Black Hole Sean on the vocals. <laughs> I'm gonna let him take that, and then I guess if he wants to play bass, uh, he can do that or, or play uh, guitar. I'll just take whichever the other ones. But uh, it's gotta be. I don't know. Well, so it's it's a three piece pop punk band. Yeah. Um, I for some reason. Uh, first thing that came to my head, first word that came to my head was watermelon. So I want to say like, like watermelon day daydream or something like that, or yep. or watermelon. Uh, I want to say like watermelon anxiety or like anxious like <laughs> anxious water, watermelon. <laughs> yeah, something, something like that or anxiety like like yeah watermelon anxiety or something yeah. like that. Yeah, some, ab- some, I, I would say that. some fruit. I don't want to get like, or like, yeah, watermelon pills or something like that. Okay, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm of the mind that I, I love just combining two things that have nothing to do with one another. Right. Um, like, um, exactly like what you just did. Um, <laughs> so like, like, like doorstop chalk or something. Like two <laughs> objects that have nothing to do with one another. You give a modifier to some other object that has nothing to do with it. Um, like, uh, armrest swivel chair or something <laughs> so ho- hopefully yeah. uh i'd love sean i'd love to hear your um uh your suggestions for this and and hopefully we can get into the studio as soon as possible yeah That's yeah just pick great. a color and then something like that like purple door or, yeah you know, yeah. pearl jam S- silver chair <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so as you know, Ethan, on the Grunge Bible podcast, we discuss many, many different aspects, and uh, no topic of conversation is off limits. So we did get a question. Somebody wants to know, how long should I wait to be in a new relationship? Mm. Well, it's obviously very situational, depending on the last relationship you've been in. If you're coming out hot of you know, a 10-year marriage with two kids, probably not immediate. <laughs> <laughs> but if you are, you know, if it's the, you know, 10th grade and and you just had you just had a breakup or something maybe you got to get back on the horse because you're learning yeah. uh so i would say there's a lot there's a lot that goes into that and where you are in life um and i'm not the person that i don't think neither neither of us are people that well i have friends where i know that they need to be in a relationship yes and, and we are not we are not and Chris, that you, genre chris and I, of person yeah chris and i are if we're in a relationship and it, and it doesn't work we're probably going to stay out of relationships for at least six to 12 months. Yeah. Unless like something, I'm, something. I'm like re- two years clean right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're two years sober, dude. Congrats. <laughs> haven't talked to anybody. Haven't even nope. sniffed a relationship. <laughs> that was solitary. <laughs> your relationship sobriety. I mean, I think that, yeah, it has a lot to do with your personality. Like I said, we steer, we steer clear because we put a lot into it generally. So. Yeah. And it takes us a little bit of time, but some people need to get right back into it. What's your yeah. advice, Chris? Um, I would say, I think if this person is asking us how long they want us to say you're ready now. Um, <laughs> so if, if you think, if you just want us to be a yes, a yes man for you, then, you know, do whatever you want. But I think um, before you introduce someone else into the uh, equation, you have to know thyself and be comfortable with yes. yourself. And Independent. If, yeah. If, if you can't, if at the end of the day, you can't come home and be comfortable with the person that. Uh, you know, person that you sit down with, which is you. You know, the day. I mean, you, you got you got some things to work on, and you become bec- come to a point where you can honestly just be comfortable with yourself before 
and be comfortable with what happened previously if something bad in a relationship happened. But I think you'll know when the time is right. Do you, Chris, or I guess when is, if you're talking to somebody, when do you all of a sudden become in a relationship? Well, is it, that's got to be a point of discussion, right? Yeah. I would say, if we're asking how soon is not, it, this person's... not like a statute of limitations, right? It's not like, a, yo, we reached wow. 37 days. <laughs> well, it sounds like this person's already been, you know, talking, I probably, maybe maybe talking to somebody else, but like they, they're waiting for a certain amount of time to pass before they make it official. Right. Do you have any any? No, I, I mean, I, I think all of all of the pomp and circumstance around all of. I mean, it's just about appearing. Uh, it's about appearances. So do do what you want. I mean, like if you if you fall in love with somebody, you've been dating them you for need a to week, for and you want to tell them you love them. Go ahead. I don't care. Like you yeah. know, oh, I have to wait two months for the second lunar cycle after we started dating to tell. Like no, do what you yeah. want. I mean, yep, ten days before I um say I love you, and it needs to be at least. I think you need to wait for the Red Hot Chili Peppers to open up an, or to have another album before you can uh, get exactly. another, another relationship. Yep. So, <laughs> it, so it shouldn't I mean, be long. They just released Unlimited Love, so you have you have you have forty five days from the release date to 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 get into a relationship. And, the, and if you if you're not, you got to wait till the next one. <laughs> and it's ironic that it's Unlimited Love. For the, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> See, this is this is a bonus one. That's why it's forty five days and not just the standard thirty. Uh, you That's get a right. little, little bonus there. Um, Another question here uh, that's very, very important, um, which I don't know that I know the answer to this, but why the name Grunge Bible? Mm. I don't remember, I don't think. Like, I mean, I the know. Thought pro- I, I remember the, the, the thought process, but I don't remember the conversation when we had it. Um, that was like, this is, the, this, is the, this is the name. Well, of course, like, we didn't know that it was going to be the name or yeah. be the thing that is grunge bible that was gonna be a stupid thing we did for a week I mean, and then got tired we, of it yeah we definitely did it because like the way like eddie vetter and the way the lyrics the lyric yeah it's, he's messianic the lyrics are like it's like you know books of the bible yeah, the like songs and the words yeah oh, and i remember it's like it's like going to the bible and you know going to the going to hear a sermon and i think that it grunge was grunge bible like it just fit all this very messianic tone to it but yeah. i don't think we ever had a conversation was like is this gonna be it like i think it is just this happened. marketable ethan <laughs> will this scale <laughs> does this scale is this scalable exactly <laughs> we, that's we what take you have this to from ask. a micro level to a macro level <laughs> that's the question if you're ever in a meeting and you have no idea what's going on does it like, scale is it, yeah is it scalable like does this thing have legs yeah and you're, you'll be fine it's all, it's all so, or just does, ask about the ROI of something. Uh, so does Grunge Bible good. have have legs? Is yeah, the what's, what's the return? I guess on the answer was Grunge yes. Bible. <laughs> exactly. You're you're absolutely absolutely right. So um yeah, it's not it's not a particularly sexy story, but I have a question for you, Chris. <laughs> Alright, what's up? We're going off the cuff again. I like Yeah, we're this. going off the cuff, a little personal. Do you think so? Oh, we're talking ROI. Do you think that the amount put into Grunge Bible has returned enough to like outweighs how much you've put in right so, oh yeah totally totally you have you you've surpassed like you're good yeah yeah w- without a doubt i i think i've gotten more from it um yeah easily in in, in many facets um i mean I, I met so many really awesome people from it and i mean if after the first good friend that i made from this thing if if that was it i i'd, I'd be good with that but it keeps on giving and we keep on making cool connections so yeah, yeah, it's you're right. it's, to- it's totally worth it, and 
I also think, I mean, I, I don't, I never have, I certainly don't now. I don't spend three hours a night prepping posts for the next day. Um, that <laughs> people doesn't do happen. That, Chris. So people, people think, schedule, people think we do that. Uh, people schedule don't. posts a week for a week in advance. Yeah. And we could you imagine that, if everything I did was that very briefly, I, we I, tried I, to we, use an app and do some, it just yeah. felt so wildly inauthentic and it was annoying <laughs> to sit down on a weekend and do that where I could just take three minutes in the middle of Tuesday <laughs> afternoon and post it. Yeah, you worry about it later. What, yeah. what about you? Is uh, what's what is your ROI? Is it does it surpass oh, yeah. your? Uh, yeah, you made a good point. I mean, anything that I do in life that has like really good connections and really good ex- like experiences, I it's it's going to be worth it because the time is going to pass irregardless. Right. And I like you said, what would you have done with the time that if you didn't have Grunge Bible the last six years? Right. I mean, would I, I you be that pissed, much better at guitar? Most of it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you be that much better at said job or no, whatever? Or no. Me javelin, like probably not. No. Maybe we get more sleep. That's it. Maybe, but yeah, right, damn. I've I still have my vitality about me. So yeah. who cares at that point, right? Doesn't really matter. Um, Next yeah, question. It's always that's always always a really really good question. Um, speaking on the. Um, Speaking on the grunge train, we're going to continue within that vein for a little bit. Um, but we got the question, if you had to pick one song, what grunge song has been most impactful to you personally? Hmm. Overall, not just right now? I guess that's open to interpretation because there's definitely, I, I think for me, there's one overall winner that I think has to be the winner just because of my history with the genre and everything and, and when I discovered it and what it meant to me. But lately I, it's a different answer from, from that one. So I'll, I'll just, I'll go first. So um, overall it's, it's gotta be released by Pearl jam. Yeah. Um, that was the catalyst that got me, had me fall in love with the genre. And as we've spoken about at length before it, it you know, we discovered it and it meant a yeah. lot to us at a very important time when we're going through some stuff um, lately. Yeah, I might be, yeah, really. I would say we're linked. I would say we're linked to yeah. The origin this, story is the same. This for page, both of us. this genre, and our friendship to that song. It, it's it really is <laughs> saved our lives. I guess it's. I mean, it's it like it's kind of like. I mean, yeah, we we had those experiences. We had that experience, like a lot of other people did, and yeah. that they talk and, about. And so. Ethan, as much as as much as you and I joke about grunge yeah, exactly. uh, off off the air, like it did discovering it and, and finding value in it and refuge in it, it did, I think, at least for me, it, it altered my perspective on a lot of things. Um, oh yeah. In a, in a positive way. And it, it definitely weird. It, it, sh- it kind of shaped elements of who I am now. I'm thinking about it. I mean, we listened to that song. And so when you're in the NCAA, if you want to transfer, you need to literally get your release papers to be, you know, if you're on scholarship, you're no longer on scholarship. It's your official, like, release and once you do that you can't go back and we were deciding like if we wanted to do that and we were listening to the song knowing that things would change knowing um, that we had to go to a new school yeah and i mean i i went another five hours away from home you went another like seven or eight yeah i went halfway across the country yeah Yeah. all the way so like that song like yeah was a catalyst to us literally picking up and leaving um and being released so yeah yeah, i mean it's it's pretty cool it's kind of kind of gate like at least for me, it, it kind of legitimized the decision that I was making at the time as a 18 year old kid to change everything about my life as I knew it at that point and to try to chase after something that I thought was important to me at the time. And yeah, it's really, really special. I mean, without, 
without that song, I mean, things, things, things are different. So, um, yeah, I think that's the answer. I mean, lately there's been a lot of different ones. Um, I not, not, I don't know that there's been any grunge song that's had a profound personal impact on me lately, but I've just been listening to a lot of different things, a lot of Alice lately. But Porch would um, be another really good one. For yeah, us. Por- Porch one for me. It is, it is tattooed on my body forever. Yeah, yeah uh, people exactly. forget about that. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, it's release in Porch for me. Yeah. Without what else? What else you got, Chris? All right. So the next question that I have uh, for both of us, I guess, um, would be. What is a song that reminds you of being younger? Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm 27. You're 25. So a song of being younger, it's going to, it has to go back to like the classic rock and roll. And I okay. feel like, I feel like my dad, like I can remember listening to the who and boston a lot in the car or and 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 i think and just like your classic um you know rock and roll radio station uh, we had one in our garage where Mm -hmm. when it was a nice summer day we'd open the you know open the garage door you know the lawnmower you can fresh cut grass you know and then you open up the side window so when you're on the hill the music's playing through the window and, and i feel like that's when i really started listening to you know the led zeppelin the cashmere and the you know yeah, the classic rock and roll, the Pink Floyd's and the I mean, I remember yeah. listening to The Wall the first time and and um and listening to the end of yeah, another brick in a wall and having the guy having him yell and the, how can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat, you know? Mhm. All that stuff. So, yeah, that was that was absolutely. a good one. How about you? There's strangely enough there's one song that comes directly to my mind um and I don't know why this is a memory that's persisted uh, but i have this very distinct memory of probably being like five or six years old in the back seat of my mom's old beat up ford windstar minivan um driving i can remember the specific point on the road um in north providence my hometown um and pinch me by the bare naked ladies was on the radio and that song that song is already a nostalgic type song as it is and the fact that one, I heard it at the time. Two, I guess it was appealing to me. Three, I can remember it now, almost you know, twenty years later. Um, and it's kind of reinforced the nostalgia aspect to that song that I have that memory. And and I guess because of that's one of the few leftover actual palpable memories I have from when I was like five or six. It's it's definitely taken on the new a new weight of like I hear that song and I just think about like what life was like when you were a little kid and and all of the accompanying things with it. So that's, that's definitely one song back to my youth. I mean, obviously as we get into high school and college, I mean, like we could sit here for three hours and talk about songs that make you nostalgic, but um, um, that would be a good episode. We got to do sometime. Cause I know even just talking about music from Pittsburgh, but yeah, that, that's, that's certainly one for me. Um, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to have to listen to that song when we get off, uh, get off recording. I, I like that song a lot. And uh, yeah, one, um, one like song that, that- I that takes me back definitely to my senior year of high school. We, uh, me and Drew and a few other friends, our band plus a few members played the class song, and so we got up in front at our graduation before the oh, speech, yeah. and we and we played the song. I guess was that as people walked on? No, it wasn't. But it was like right after. I don't know if it was after when people were walking. Away. I can't remember where in this ceremony it was, but mm-hmm. we played. It's time by Imagine Dragons. I was gonna say that song ruled the nostalgia. 
And it was Market when they were. It was down. when they were good. Like I was. Yes. I, I remember making a post. Like remember when Coldplay was good, and someone said keyword. Remember when? And I said, yeah, but that means that yeah. they were good. Like, because yeah. I mean, I don't think Coldplay's bad, but like, it's it's time by Imagine Dragons in 2013 was a good song. Um, yeah, you know how it's viewed now today. Maybe you know I don't know what your thoughts are, but that song will always take me back to my buddies and, and playing together and, and Lily kind of sending off to the next chapter. And mm-hmm. we really, you know, one of the things I'll, I'll always regret, we talked about it, Drew talked about it, is we wanted to um, finish the ceremony and go right into schools out. And, uh, oh, yeah. And we were mixed up, had half the band that was, you know, our band and a couple other people that would not want any part of that. And so they were being kind of lame, so we didn't do it, but Man, we should have played Schools Out. It would have been sick. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I guess for me, for high school, um, I was listening to a lot of different things. But one one song that will always stick in my head from that area, I had a couple of friends who were into this artist, as I was and still am at the time, but uh, No Surrender by Bruce Springsteen. Just another just behemoth of a nostalgia song. Um, you know, we busted out of class, had to get away from school. We learned more from a three-minute record than we ever learned in school. And it's we made a promise. We swore we'd always remember. No retreat, no surrender. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Talking about, like, blood brothers against the wind. And, and just kind of things like that that, you know, when you're 16 or 17, you're like, oh, yeah, the song rips. And it's really cool. But then it kind of attaches itself to a point in your life. But, yep. yeah, that, that song, that whole album, oh, I, I listened to it in the summertime cruising around by the ocean kind of thinking yeah, about thinking about those days oh yeah dude when you're young and you're ready to attack hell with a water gun dude you're like whatever dude, it's, you're it's ready you to need. do anything man oh you yeah. feel you feel indestructible because you got a good cd in the car and you got a couple of stolen beers or something and you're ready for whatever the day brings or the night brings <laughs> and yeah, it's funny funny how funny how life is when you have zero obligations do you and remember zero responsibilities do you remember the first time you had, do you remember your first beer? And I would say the first time you got drunk, Chris. I do remember my first beer and I do remember the first time I got drunk. Yeah. Do you remember do you? the feeling? Do you remember? Yeah, I do. Of course I do. Yeah, you felt, invi- I remember oh, the first time, man. first time I had a beer, I felt invincible. Like I finished it. I put the can down and I was like, this is great. And then like, did you the like it time- the first time? Did you like that was the thing? I think I was so I was so seduced by the aura of mm-hmm. drinking alcohol that I liked it. And then I remember the the second time I drank beer, I hated it. I mm. absolutely despised it. But I don't know yeah. what it, that first time it was just it was like it was like a it was like a heaven sent gift or something. It uh, was. It was what about sweet, you? Do, the do you sweet remember? Nectar. Yeah, it was, oh, yeah. yeah, it was cold and yeah, I don't even think it was cold, but it was probably the greatest thing that I ever ever drank. Mm-hmm. I have um I definitely remember my first time, and I, I want to wait till next episode. We have Drew on. Um, Drew, if you're listening, we'll tell the story of the first time that we got drunk together at the house, and it was after a show, and it was just yeah. a such a vivid memory and such a fun time. And yeah, I, I remember it fully because I um, I didn't drink in high school like yeah. at all. No, I didn't really either until until like the very end of high school started. Yeah drinking going out a little bit um it's funny my top top level patrons one of my dad's friends so he <laughs> Doug Doug. Doug and, shout out to Doug, but he knows uh, he, he likes grunge music more than my dad does so he, he probably understands a little more than dave oh man but um so he'll enjoy the story it was i yeah i didn't drink i didn't drink all that much in high school so yeah maybe that's why i liked it so much when we did when i got in a band and stuff and then had a few drinks on stage throughout the uh totally the second half of the career 
Yeah, man, so many good times. All right, we're getting, we're getting, we're getting off track. That's what we're happens on the nostalgia. That's what happens when the weather gets nice, and you yeah, start, oh you start listening God. to that music, and all you want to do is make memories like that, and then yeah, you start dude. talking about memories. Right. It's like when I text you last night. Yeah, I want to sit say. outside on the porch, drink some beer with you sometime this summer. Um, so last question, it's gonna happen. We're gonna make some good memories, as everyone should. Nothing else to do. That's the most important thing you can do. So. The last question of, of this episode would be, can you guys play your song of the week on the podcast, or is that a licensing issue? Unfortunately, yes, it is a massive licensing issue. Unless, unless they, when they say play, they mean us on guitar and <laughs> If we play it. <laughs> yes. If we play it, I don't think there's any problems. But uh, Let me tell you something. If we, if we can reach 100 patrons at some point, Ethan, let's well, go into the about studio. This. Oh. And not come out until we have played all God knows how many hundred and thirty <laughs> songs of the week. We've got fourteen hours of music. No, I don't no, even that- know how much we have. Um, we should. Got, I mean, this is yeah, we got seven hours so. and thirty minutes of music to play. Um, yeah, if we and if it we ranges hundred patrons. Oh yeah, I'm in. I'll I'm do in. that. Just well, one take thinking- for every single one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a great that's that's a great request. And if we get yeah. to a point where we can get the license and play some music on there, yeah. um, that would be awesome. The goal is, um, and, and I mean, if we I get picked this. up by Spotify, then we can play any of the songs they have, probably, right? I would I would think so, but, but I, I think need to be exclusive in in the interim before we sign <laughs> our very lucrative contract and uh, live a life of fortune and fame, cutting our hair and changing our name. Um, I think that the goal is hopefully we'll be able to interview some, some pretty cool musicians and uh, in conjunction with those interviews, we'll be able to uh, sample play some there. of their music and play it. And uh, you know, just to kind of make that connection between the, the interview, the person and their I art. Just, I, yeah. Climb the ladder. So that's, that's the answer. As of now, we are unable to, unless, uh, uh, unless who knows, unless a uh, cryptic watermelon or whatever, <laughs> you, me, and black hole Sean, watermelon, we, watermelon anxiety, watermelon anxiety. Uh, I mean, we could we could play uh, we could play Brighton by Jerry Cantrell. We could play um, play Time After Time by Iron Wig- Wine Wigwam. Yeah, I mean, come on, <laughs> we could do any of this stuff. It'd be super super easy. So yeah, those are the questions that we have. Um, this is a fun episode, kind of talking. Talking life, talking nostalgia, I guess this turned into the looking backwards episode, but there's a lot to look forward to um, as, as well, we that's, move forward. That's what we do when we talk. We we have those type of conversations, and that's what this podcast is. It's me and you talking. So, uh, you know, that's what, why everyone. What did here. you, yeah, what did you guys expect? <laughs> I feel like you guys every single, up time, this. every single time we don't do an album review, I find myself apologizing at multiple yeah. points through it. But fuck it, this is why you're here. No, yeah, they, you guys, you guys like it, right? I mean, I hope so. If you're listening right now, you, you like it. it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't you need, you don't need, you're not, you don't need to explain yourself. Um, just yeah. be happy you're here, like we are, and yeah. um. You know, keep doing exactly that. Keep listening. Keep liking. Uh, you know, tell people that isn't us that you like it, because then maybe they'll enjoy it. And we had a really good review of somebody that said that they enjoy listening while they're walking with their kid and going on, you know, having some time with their kid and just being able to listen to it and stuff. And that was pretty. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, we got and a lot. We, did, we, we had a lot of good comments on our last cool. YouTube video, the episode fifty-seven. Uh, somebody commented, "This podcast just keeps getting better and better." So uh, I guess we're doing something right. I'm pretty fired up about that. Um, really, really excited for that. So 
Before we move into our song of the week, uh, I would absolutely like to extend a large thank you to our producer, Drew McFadden, um, for his uh, continued support and um, ability to make this podcast um, and turn it from the jumbled mess that we give it to him in and into a nice tidy episode for everyone to enjoy. So thank you, Drew. Um, shout out to you uh, today, tomorrow, and every day. Um, in addition, we would like to thank everyone out there who's listening. Uh, if you like what you hear so far, which you might because we are 53 minutes into this whole thing, um, go give <laughs> us a review, follow, subscribe, do all that shit that you already know that you should do, and uh, it'll help us out. Most importantly, become a patron because... Become a patron. Because that is the most direct way that we're going to keep doing this, basically. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about the views anymore. Nope. It's never been about the views. <laughs> so, let's do Song of the Week. Um, I'll go first, Chris, because I'm pretty excited. Um, it's, I, I actually don't have... Okay, I'm excited because this artist just released an album, and the Song of the Week is... It's a, it was like a quick listen. I haven't listened to it all fully to really pick um, my favorite, but Kurt Vile released a new album and called Watch My Moves, and okay. it has some great songs on it. I mean, it's classic Kurt Vile. He just produced a great album, and the first song off of the um, album is Going on a Plane Today, and it's really cool. It's got this like really basic piano line that he kind of sings over, and it's just unique and really great start to the album, and I'm really digging it. So, um, yeah, it's got like how many how many songs are there? Fifteen songs, a little bit over seventy minutes of of music. So it's a really solid listen, and I'm excited to. I mean, the singles are also like "Hey Like a Child" and um, what was the other one called? Shooting Stones. Oh, exploding like exploding stones. That's right. So those two songs are really good. The two singles, but. Um, so that whole album is going to be great and going to work into my rotation pretty quickly. Um, yeah, I know you're a big, big Kurt Vile fan, so you're certainly excited to see that that was released, and uh, oh, I will yeah. be taking a taking a look into that as well. Uh, Chris, what are you listening to around these days? As <laughs> well, May is upon us, what are you listening yeah, to? May is upon us. So this has... Um, this is one of those episodes where I'm really struggling to nail down one, just one song. Like I have two written on my page. Isn't that it I wanna... funny how like you feel pressure? Yeah, I feel pressure. <laughs> like like you so, so... like, man, this needs to be a really honest. Like, what yes. am I listening like, to? What is my encapsulation of who I am as a person right now? And there's some weeks where like I couldn't give less of a shit. I'm like, oh, this, this is the last song I added to my playlist. Like I was play that. But th- today, um. Yeah, it was hard. So there's two songs that I have on this on this on the notepad here. Um, my song of the week is neither of those two songs. Um, <laughs> Ethan, we're going back to the well. We're going back uh, to the front bottoms for my song of the yes. week. Yes. And um, today, the song of the week for me is "Funny You Should Ask" by the Front Bottoms. Hell and yeah! I was I was listening to it yesterday. I was listening to it today, and it's just. Uh, a classic bitter song um it's so awesome and it's just kind of like you're looking at somebody and you know they're gonna figure it out someday they might have been wrong or whatever and then and then one day they are and i just love the lyrics um i think the it's the bridge and come on chelsea speak a little french to me heard you spent two whole semesters drinking wine while i was stuck in jersey trying to save some money i guess mm-hmm. i'm just another thing you left behind um man that's 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 a, that's such great songwriting 
And then I think, uh, you know, the chorus, but you were young, you thought you didn't have to care about anyone, but now you're, and now older, you're older and wish that you could. Yeah. Um, oh, it's so good. I, I fucking, fucking love it's the fun, front bottoms. It's funny you should ask. Yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, fun. I tweeted that this morning. I was like, it's funny you should ask. And somebody, somebody, somebody replied and they're like, what, this is cryptic. You know, somebody texted like, what is this about? I was like, it's a lyric. It's important. Um, yeah. it, it listen to, listen to the song and listen to the song and you'll know exactly yeah, you'll what know exactly, I was thinking. I have to say, um, we're that band only, is amazing. Yeah, we're only like four <laughs> months into 2022, but um, your gift to me of the front bottoms uh, is probably the greatest gift I will get this year. So thank you for imploring me finally to check them out. And Heck uh, yeah, I have. Uh, I love them. I have. Uh, let me see if I can show people on YouTube. I have a tattoo. <laughs> Uh, of that album on my leg, yeah, Talent of the Hawk, and yeah, dude, it's a. Uh, they're a great band. They're so good. They have they just so the lyrics. It's just something special, you know. It's just right out of right. Out, it's pulled right out of everybody's lives. Yeah, music for life. Music about people. That's a good one, dude. I've been really listening to the front bottoms a lot recently too. So yeah, I know we've been we've been sending them back and forth yeah. uh, the last couple of days. So yeah, it makes sense. It's totally a better selection than the two that are yeah. on the note. I love I love that we don't get to know those two songs either. It's no, so important. No, I'm never I'm never telling unless they make the cut <laughs> next week, which I mean, there's a chance, but I uh, I will leave I will leave you with this. Lastly, I'm going to bring up one more song that I was just listening to because. Uh, we've been talking about it for three weeks, and I say I was listening to a tone before I came on, and damn, that is oh, such yeah. a that tune is going to go down as uh, yeah you know, one of one of Jerry's one of Jerry's best, I think. Yep, a, to- a tone a in Brighton. Um, Brighton yeah. was one of my first songs of the week, um, right, way right. back last year, and and honestly, the last three four weeks it could have been my song of the week. Um, we love Jerry. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps it up for episode fifty eight. Um, it is officially May and we are officially happy and there's so much good going on for us and for the group and for the, the music community. So I just want you guys to have a great week, keep it up and, um, you know, look forward to, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel, the sun, the sun shining and the drinks and the good times. So thank you again. Absolutely. Thank you everybody for your time today. Uh, we love you and, um, yeah. Have a great week. Take care of yourself. Take care of those around you. And we'll see you next week. Rock and roll. Rock and roll, guys. See ya.